Hi, welcome to Seek with Kim. I have a passion for truth. I am excited to discuss the truths I have learned along my journey, sending you love, light, and truth today. Hi, welcome to Seek with Kim. Today we're going to be talking about relationships and safety. We all have something that I like to call um, personal safety rings. Growing up, you might have heard like, hey, that's my personal bubble. Don't come within it. That's a physical personal safety ring. We also have emotional safety rings or we don't have them because of lack of boundaries. So I wanted to share an experience that a friend told me about the other day when we were talking about um, safety. And she said, you know, when someone comes to your door and they knock on the door and it's someone that you don't know very well, you don't say, Hey, come on in and come up to my bedroom with me and let's have this conversation. That hit me really strongly because I started thinking in my life, where do I do that with people? Do I meet people that maybe I really like, or I really want them to like me. And so I just throw up on them all of this personal information, trying to pseudo connect with them. Or do I, um, do I not have appropriate boundaries in what I'm sharing with people? So we should have some safety levels. Okay. So going back to the person who came to the door, I would probably stand at the door if it's a salesperson and talk to them. That would be a healthy safety ring with that person. Now say it's my neighbor who comes to the door and I know them. Now I don't know them very well, but I know them. I might invite them into my family room to sit and visit with me, but I would not invite them up into my bedroom to have a conversation. Okay. Now say it's a really close friend. Say it's your sister and she comes to the door. Now I'm not just going to have her stand on the porch. I'm going to invite her into my room. I might invite her up into my laundry room or into my bedroom or even my bathroom as I put my makeup on because this person is part of my inner safety circle. Okay. So I want to talk about what that looks like to have someone in that inner circle and what is healthy. Okay. So first of all, someone who we are inviting into our personal inner circle is someone who has shown up consistently safe to me. They have been responsible, humble, honest, transparent with me. And I know that they are safe and I can rely on them. So I'm going to share an example that happened, um, in high school with me that I had a friend that I had grown up with. I had known her since I was two or three. She knew everything about me. Um, I felt very transparent with her. I could share things with her. I knew she would be safe that she wouldn't share them with other people, that she would still love me. And I felt really safe with her. And even to this day, like I cannot talk to her for a year or so, and I can still call her and talk about anything that's going on in my life. I feel like I can be very honest and transparent. And the reason that that safety and trust is there is because she has shown up consistently honest and humble and transparent to me. And she has kept things I've shared with her safe. So I know that I can count on her. I know that she is safe to me. Okay. So backing up a few steps, um, I have another example. Maybe I have a, a, a brother that is not very safe to me, but I've grown up with him 
And maybe um, I've shared things with him and maybe then he's gone and told people or um, he's not been honest with me, whatever the case. But because he's my brother, I still keep him in that inner circle. Okay. So I want to start identifying why do I not hold a personal boundary around that? Why do I have people in my inner circle that have not been safe consistently? And I'm not saying perfect because there's no such thing as perfect because we all make mistakes, but when a mistake is made, have they cleaned it up? Have they been honest about it? Then have they not made the mistake again? They've been consistent. Okay. So identifying who do I allow into my safety net? Who is safe to me? Or do I allow people into my inner circle that are not safe, that are not honest, transparent, and humble? Um, I have had um, a couple of clients that I've worked with where there has not been safety or consistency in their marriage, where maybe one of the spouses has not been honest around their finances, or they have had affairs, or they have addictions, and so they are not trustworthy. And they've not shown up consistently in being trustworthy, but yet in that relationship, they still want to be part of the inner safety circle for their spouse. That can be a really tricky boundary to hold and it's necessary. So holding people in our safety inner circle needs to be consistent It is loving and kind for me to myself to not share information with people who are not safe and to not be transparent with people who I know are going to um, be irresponsible with that information. Whether it's emotional, mental, physical, or spiritual information, I need to look at who am I allowing in my inner safety circle? who was trustworthy and reliable. Okay. So I want to share an example of, um, that happened a few weeks ago with one of my children. So one of my kids was, um, not doing their jobs. So we have chickens and sheep and ducks and they rotate jobs where, um, my boys have decided that instead of doing each of them feeding their own animals individually, they take a day. And so they, one person goes out and feeds all the animals. And then that means they only have to do that responsibility every four days. Pretty great system. I thought it was great that they came up with it and they've been working together. There became a pattern where one of the brothers was not consistently doing their responsibilities. Um, so maybe they missed a day. And then the next day when the other brother went out, he could tell that they had not been fed or watered. And that made his job a lot more work. Um, because if someone doesn't do their job each day, then it's a lot more work to fill the whole trough up or to replace the whole water system. But if everyone does their job consistently, then it's lighter work. So this became, uh, um, this pattern became noticeable and the other two boys identified it and began to say, you know what, this doesn't feel very good. We don't want to have you in our inner circle because you're not trustworthy. So you get to feed your own animals every day by yourself and we will do our own. That was really hard on the other brother. And 
after some time, the other two brothers decided, okay, he came back to them and said, I, okay, I know that this has affected you. I'll feed the animals for a week every day and you guys can have that time off. And then I will show up trustworthy and responsible on my days. And so the brothers decided, okay, we'll allow that. He's cleaning it up. He's being responsible. And if it happens again, then you won't be allowed to be a part of the system. As I watched this interaction, I thought of what we're talking about, about this inner circle, that we need to be responsible around what our boundaries look like, about who's in our inner circle. If there are people who are dropping responsibility or not trustworthy or aren't safe to us, that there needs to be a space and a boundary around what we will not be available or open to allowing in our inner circles. And there needs to be a time lapse of where they show up consistently responsible, humble, transparent, and responsible before we allow them back into our inner circle. So remember, trust and safety and honesty and responsibility go hand in hand. When there's consistent responsibility and humility, then and honesty, then trust is established. And when there's trust, then safety is established. So this is a really important principle for us to understand and to model to our children and to teach them that when others are not showing up safe or trustworthy, that they are no longer part of the inner trust circle. And it takes a consistent amount of honesty and responsibility before we allow people back into that, that safety net. So my invitation for you today is to look at what is my inner circle? Why Am I not having boundaries around it? Why am I allowing people in it that are not safe or trustworthy? And what does that look like for me to maybe weed out my inner circle? And I also, the invitation is to look at why I keep allowing people in it that consistently do not clean up or, or repair or show up trustworthy. Okay. So that's my invitation today that this is part of self-care. This is part of self-love in not inviting people up into our bedroom and our bathroom who are not safe, meaning don't invite them into my inner circle to share my emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual, um, transparency with if they are not consistently safe. Okay. Wishing you love and light in your healing.